the exclusive stories behind music that helped shape and change pop culture. With award-winning broadcaster and best-selling author Jesse Dillon and co-host, award-winning music and media producer Spencer Proffer, you are inside the music. Lee Abrams is my guest today along with my co-host Spencer Proffer. You are deep inside the music with the most successful radio programmer in history. Spencer, you have teamed up with Lee for a very special project, and I should mention that Spencer's music documentaries uh, are the best in the world right now, and he's one of the most sought-after producers ever in this genre. Tell me a little bit about what you and Lee are doing, Spencer. Well, I reconnected with Lee, <clears throat> who I go back with 40 years, and when he was talking about theater of the mind, totally right on point with where I was as a tripped out young guy in my 20s, creating with a buddy of mine from Australia, Billy Thorpe, a theater of the mind then called Children of the Sun, which is still one of the most programmed AOR uh, classics, a seven minute classic, which I created a computer animated laser choreography of the album to run in planetariums and Lee was running the Burkhardt Abrams radio convention in San Diego in 1979. And he invited me to be the guest speaker and I premiered my show there. And it was the first real integration of taking something from music, making it visual, tying it together and cross promoting it all across the country, which Lee was pioneering. So we reconnected recently when Lee came up with a brilliant idea called Sonic Messengers, which is a project we are going to make a documentary of, which Lee and I are partnering on. Uh, Lee can ex you know, explain it and articulate the vision better, um, but I was there. We aren't guys who kind of looked at it from afar and said, hey, wouldn't this be interesting to make a film on? We are actually the guys who are in it. Lee is a programmer, me as a creator, and I kind of did the journey of what the Sonic Messenger is for the year 2021. So I think, Jesse, it's really kind of cool to do this podcast with you and have Lee and I together because Lee and I are partners. We're kindred spirits in a lot of ways, and I respect the hell out of his vision. He had it then. He has it now. So, Lee, why don't you tell Jesse what our vision of Sonic Messengers is? Yeah, great. Uh, thank you. Uh Sonic Messengers, When Music and Radio Changed the World. It's a fascinating journey of how music and culture shape the world through the eyes of radio, through the filter of radio. Um, starting with, uh, you know, the early days of Top 40, when it first started, and there was the Buddy Hollies and the, uh, the Platters and those kind of groups. And then we, uh, we talk about the whole uh, Beatlemania thing in uh, top 40 in the early 60s and, uh, you know, all the Cousin Brucies and all that. And then we get into the uh, middle 70s, or, I'm sorry, middle 60s, which was, uh, as we talked earlier, KHJ and uh, all the um, sort of the sunshine of that era, uh, which was very, you know, pre-Vietnam and the underground hadn't quite developed yet. But it was a really exciting time. Things were happening. Then we had underground radio, and the uh, you know the whole all hell broke loose culturally, socially, musically in the in the late '60s, and uh, then it evolved into FM album rock, 
and then it moved into alternative. There was um, uh, the hard rock stations and the hair bands of the, the 80s, uh, the whole grunge movement. Uh, and now, you know, satellites and streaming and Billie Eilish and, uh, and all that. The bottom line is it's just a, it's a trip uh, through the soundtrack of North America, starting at the very beginning when Top 40 was invented, along with the 45 RPM and transistor radios. It was the birth of the, uh, the album. And it just goes through the, you know, the turbulent 60s where there was uh, really an arms race as far as equipment was concerned. You know, Cream would have 10 marshals and Hendrix would have 20. And, uh, and there were wars over, you know, eight track. Well, another band had to have 16. Then another band had to have 24. And there are all these new devices that modified traditional instruments from the wah-wah pedals and fuzz tones. Then we got into the 70s where there was desert rock. It was sort of, a, you know, the Eagles and the Dan Fogelbergs. And, and then, you know, another all hell broke loose era in the late 70s with the new wave and disco and, um, and uh, you know, really the birth of uh, the alternative movement. And, uh, you know, the 80s was the MTV era with, um, with uh, the hard rock bands and the hair bands and all that. 90s, we got into the grunge. And then, of course, consolidation happened. Radio got very tight and corporate, and which led, led the way for uh, opportunities for satellite and streaming. But, you know, it's, a, it's a, not a very complex story, but it's a fascinating one that really walks people through music, culture, the social impact, but from the, uh, the viewpoint of how radio sort of reacted to all this. And uh, it's a powerful combination when you take music, culture, and radio, put them together into this sonic gumbo called Sonic Messengers. And um, we think, you know, just in our, our discussions and in talking to people, it's a fascinating topic. And uh, the time is right for, for a documentary about it that really um, dives into what happened? The good, the bad, and the ugly. And we'll even talk about you know, the, the corruption along the way, the issues along the way that uh, were sort of behind the curtain that uh, listeners of music and radio may not have understood. There'll be um, obviously you know, stars involved talking about uh, their experiences in given eras and uh, have the radio, you know, some of the great radio talent talking about uh, their impact and their influence and um, and then we'll uh, we'll talk to you know insiders who uh, just have observations on uh, what happened and why. But again, really exciting stuff that um, that needs needs to, needs a story to be told because it's not obscure. It's as mass appeal mainstream as you get. Because throughout those eras, you know, music's popularity is obvious. The cultural changes, whether it's uh, you know, Korea or the Beatles or Nixon or Vietnam, whatever, um, uh, they're powerful. And, uh, you know, almost 100% of the population uh, throughout those eras listened to radio uh, and were fans of it. So uh, we're really excited about it. I think it's going to be an awesome project, um, both creatively and educationally, really. Uh, although it's not an educational film, it's uh, it's an entertaining one, but people will learn a lot from it and relate to a lot of it. So again, it's can't wait to get this going. Get, well, you uh, pick you pick the right there. you pick the right guy, Spencer Proffer. When you look at oh, no doubt, 
You know, he's been there too. So it's not like a couple people who study musicology or something, you know, trying to interpret this. We were there in the, in the trenches, you know, on the streets during this whole period. So we can really relate uh, very, very closely to what happened and not just report on it, but, you know, tell the story, help tell the story. Sonic Messengers, yep. when music and radio changed the world. When you look at the two big movies last year in music, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rocket Man, of course, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga's movie. Dude, uh, Spencer, this looks like it could also, you know, your intersection is just so full of, um, you know, various lanes, including Broadway, with your, you know, upcoming productions. When Broadway comes back, this actually looks like it'd be a great, not just a great music documentary, you know, and a huge Netflix hit or wherever you show it. Looks like it'd be a great Broadway production, too. Spencer. Well, what Lee and I have talked about, because of the social cultural aspect that makes the journey timeless, and it's music, you know, was really a reflection of pop culture, or maybe pop culture was a reflection of the music. Because if you go back to the Beatles and Carnaby Street, you know, each era, be it disco with the flared pants, the music and fashion and culture all intersect. I think VH1 was really brilliant with their fashion rock series. So what one of the visions Lee and I have is to take the journey permeate the different decades by virtue of not only with the music and what was happening out in the world politically and socially, but there's a book, a tabletop book that can reflect this as an extension. There is a stage play. I have two great partners that uh, Jesse, you've done podcasts with Corey Burnish and Russell Miller. And there's no question we want to adapt what we put together once Lee and I hired the right director and we're talking to various guys now, we want to adapt what we're doing to be a stage play, be a regional that ultimately morphs to Broadway and it travels the world because like music travel the world, the visuals behind the music will travel it. And because of Lee's reach to major people and mine, because we were there, there will be people who created it, involved with it. If it's to speak on it, it's to contribute aspects to it, be it music or um, commentary. So I kind of think this is an evergreen project with no end. This is Sonic Messengers. Maybe we go from, like Lee said, the Buddy Holly, you know, Big Bopper, uh, Roy Orbison, late 50s into the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. We'll keep this going. We'll make Sonic Messengers in 2021. Maybe there's volume two in 2023 and we just bring it up to speed. So I got excited when Lee shared his vision and thought I would be a good partner for him. And I kind of did a deep dive and we've taken it to where here we are talking about it. And we're probably a few months, you know, the thing I like, Jesse, about the inside the music format is we do go inside and you're going inside with people who are insiders as opposed to outsiders talking about going inside. And I think that's kind of cool. Lee is the ultimate insider when it comes to radio and culture. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, one of the things that's so attractive about Spencer, the partner, is seeing the bit. First of all, he gets it. But seeing the big picture of how this thing can be uh, a, a long-term, timeless project that just keeps growing and building because, you know, certainly music and radio and culture is, is timeless. And uh, God knows how far we can go with it. Probably far. God knows. Jesse, and 
He's not talking to us anymore. Go ahead. We want you for the ride, so think of how you can play with us. Well, Spencer, that's pretty well how I occupy most of my evenings. (laughs) Yeah, but that's playing with yourself. (laughs) Anyway, but seriously, think about, you know, because you're really a pioneer in your, your own right, and the whole thing is Sonic Messengers are about disruptive renaissance pirates. That's who Lee is from a programmer standpoint. That's who I've been from a creative standpoint. And, you know, you've got a pretty decent approach to what you do. So you never know. This is our first dance, but I'm really happy. Thanks for inviting Lee onto the show, Jesse. Lee Lee Abrams, Spencer Proffer, they are indeed sonic messengers, renaissance men, when music and radio changed the world. Looking forward to seeing that and hearing more about that. Um, And of course, you know, who better than the bro to produce a music documentary that has so many different spins and so many different lanes. Lee, is there anything hellacial, shocking or wonderful you want to share with us in the dying moments of today's show? Well, I think uh, a couple things. One that's real important in everything we do is what we call AFDI, actually fucking doing it. Because I notice in media, a lot of people have these amazing mission statements and uh, big ideas that just never get executed because they start with the idea, then it gets watered down and it gets uh, debated to death, overthought, and you end up with nothing. So I think AFDI is certainly our, uh, our mantra. And I think we need more rock and roll thinking. And that's not a musical thing. It's just a way of thinking, which includes eccentricity all the way to the bank. Uh, innovation is a driver in everything you do. Uh, swagger, you know, a certain sense of, uh, of confidence, not arrogance, but confidence. Newness, the struggle to be first. Uh, big, mass appeal focused. Uh, the desire and motivation to reinvent. Uh, you saw that with uh, a lot of great, you know, the Beatles are such a great example. They just kept reinventing themselves. Uh, rock and roll thinking is powerful and can really help move culture. Um, it's competitive where you're fighting for success. It's artful, creating commerce through art. Uh, and art's not a bad word, uh, unless it's bad art. Um, rebellious, again, that fighting pirate spirit, uh, intelligence in a mass appeal way. I call it mass appeal intelligence, um, which is fleeting these days. And, um, and again, gets back to AFDI, having these things in your DNA and the DNA of the people you hire, and then uh, coming up with ideas and actually fucking doing them. So I think uh, that's going to fuel the, uh, the great potential we all have. I couldn't agree with you more. AFDI aptly describes the Canadian government on any good day of the year as well. Let's think about it while the rest of the world passes us by at the speed of trains. Good having you on today, Lee. It's a pleasure being here. This is great. All the best at this festive time of the year, Spencer. Brother, always a pleasure. Um, And what a great idea. I wish you two Sonic Messengers nothing but continued success. Well, Jesse, thanks. thanks. Thank you. Having us on here, and I think Lee's last articulation of the AFDI rock and roll mantra is what I've lived by my entire career. So is Lee. I think in your DNA, you got that too. So, um, you know, to all those who are listening through all the different pipes that you've set up, Jesse, 
Um, I hope this is inspirational because I live in Los Angeles and 90% of the people are exactly what Lee says. The AFDI is not in who they are. They like to talk about it. And I've said to my team for years, I don't like to talk about talking. I like to talk about doing it. So with that, thanks, Jesse, for letting us do it. Cheers, guys. Cheers. You are coast to coast and worldwide dialed into Inside the Music. And in the colors of a thousand sunsets, they travel to the world on a silvery line. The people of the earth stood waiting, watching as the ships came one by one. Setting fire to the sky as they landed, carrying to the world children of the sun. Children of the sun All at once came a sound from inside Then a beam light hit the ground The Music is a unique content series that reveals the never-before-told stories behind some of the most iconic artists in pop culture. Award-winning personality and best-selling author Jesse Dillon and renowned music and media producer Spencer Proffer get you up close and personal with industry legends from the world of music, movies, television, theatre and live events. It's better. 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 Inside. 